Hello, welcome to Nollywood Film Club. Um, I'm Mr. C from Inroco Critic, and we have episode five for you, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Um, today's episode, uh, the film club people will discuss and make 93 day, I think it's 93 days, comparisons, you're going to hear some comparisons with 93 days, um, we'll discuss how we watched this and um, a bunch of us watched this during uh, our first watch party, um, which made it fun. Um, we'll also discuss the Buga virus, aka the Hololo virus, aka the Holo virus. Um, there are divided opinions on the performances, the quality, and even the genre of this film. Um, and also, we talk about Tonya Brainoff in movies. All right, please enjoy Nollywood Film Club discussing lockdown. We shall not start with violence. Welcome to Nollywood <laughs> Film Club. Uh, we we discuss movies uh, every every Sunday six o'clock. Mm -hmm. So um, if if you're new here, that's that's uh, that's the gist. This week we're talking about the Nollywood film Lockdown. It's on it's on Netflix. Came out on Friday. Uh, we will be starting with the good, then we'll go to the bad, um, and then we'll finish off with a general summary of what we thought. All right. Okay. So uh, we have we have Winnie and Whisper. All right. Let's start with Winnie. What do you, do you like about lockdown? Um, good, good evening, everybody. Um, what I liked about um, lockdown was like, it was okay. It was good. It was like, I liked Tony Amin's performance. Um, the performances weren't that bad. It was, it was, it was good. Um, I thought like um the cinematography was um useful was uh was pretty good. I didn't I didn't I for the type of movie that it was it was pretty good and it's Sorry. Yeah? Like the lockdown lockdown, movie now. lockdown. Okay. Go ahead. Sorry. I thought it I thought it it was it's it's a serviceable it's not doing too fancy too much and it's like it's habitable because it's trying to be like a tr sort of it's not a thriller in the kind of way of like oh somebody something but it's trying to it has thrilling sort of things going on into it and i thought okay yeah this the the cinematography was much better than like it's it's very good it's it's okay for the it's it's it serves the movie that it, it it's trying to be um the the use of the music sometimes was also very good yes was whenever i say good i do i do have reference points of like okay there there are definitely reasons why maybe sometimes it might i have i have questions but like this movie wasn't bad this movie was good this movie was me i was entertained there were moments where i did feel like tension the it it did what it was supposed to do. It did a very good job. Now, is it like the newest, greatest movie? No, but it's 
I really liked the movie. I enjoyed myself watching the movie. I cared about the characters. It wasn't. It wasn't. I cared about the characters. It wasn't like um, what's it called? It wasn't that I was intellectually caring about the characters. It made me somewhere emotionally. I emotionally felt for the people. In my heart, I feel for the people, and it was. I was like, yeah, this movie works as a kind of like disaster movie. Like it, it, the sum of its parts works more than like the individual parts. Sometimes the sum of its parts work, and I thought it was a, it was good, competent filmmaking. That's what I thought. I that's I I, I I more than that I can like I like I like the cinematography. I thought the cinematography worked for it. Um the music worked for it. Uh the acting performances I have nothing I have nothing to say against anybody. Like I have nothing to say against anybody. Nothing pulled me out too much. It was it was good. Um most of the storyline did perform like support what the movie wanted to support and it was okay. it was good it was good i enjoyed it i mean i watched two movies that day i watched this lockdown and then i watched kata and i will tell you something i enjoyed this movie kata i also enjoyed kata but this movie was the one if if i was to recommend out, out of the movies that i watched that day i will probably choose this one as my my favorite out of those two movies that day so oh okay it by do you mean uh, is that the disney um no it's 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 on netflix it's the new netflix movie it's a new netflix movie from south korea and it was number four and i watched it because also i like the actor the actor mm. is actually a very good actor i've, I've watched his dramas from like it's been a while. <laughs> I've, I've watched his dramas for, for, for so long. And I watched it. And it was... Um, if you watch Crank, I like Crank. It's kind of like Crank, but like, it's not the same thing. There are very good action sex pieces in, in that movie. Mm. Um, don't go into watching the movie expecting story. Um, yeah, it was... It was it was enjoyable for what it was. Like if you like action movies, it's not the best action movie ever, but it's non-stop action. We yeah, have okay. two moments of like re- relaxing, but it's literally non-stop action. Okay. All right. <laughs> Thanks. Uh I, I get the gist. Uh let's let's not go too much than action. If not, I would almost happily indulge you about talking about some other film. Uh same- no, Elizabeth, do you want to um, tell us the things that you enjoyed about lockdown? Before you called my name, I was actually laughing. So um, I feel like I feel like I'm under intense pressure to lie that I like this movie, and I don't. I mean, usually I always have something to like, maybe colors or frames or costume or something, but. I left this movie on DNF. I didn't finish it, so I didn't like it, guys. Thanks. All right. Okay. Fair enough. Can I just speak your mind from your perspective? All right, Cynthia. Um, good stuff you liked about uh, about this movie. <laughs> okay. Um, 
First of all, um, I think I like um, George Too Funny House because it kind of screamed um, poverty. The situation they were, or the situation him and his father was in, like the house screamed real poverty, abject poverty. Um, then I also liked how in the beginning, how they all woke up together. I'm talking about um, when um, Charles poured um, water on George Tufoni, he woke up, DME woke up, um, and I think one other person woke up, the guy that wanted to marry, yes. So how they all woke up together was quite interesting. Then, um, <clears throat> unpopular, <laughs> unpopular opinion, um, the first time the Jack Conde boys fought with the police, it's not like I liked it like it, it was just like, I just felt it was like this representation of when um, people are rioting and the police wants to fight the civilians that are rioting, so yeah, so that one is also there. Then, um, even though I felt the whole plot was bad. I still felt like it's also plotted because they all ended up in the hospital. So they were able to achieve um that. Then um okay, I also liked when Judge Tufani said 10 million not wish to buy five bride room bride mate. Then um in acting, um I liked Ada Ame, like when she appeared, she did what she was supposed to do, um, which, I, which I'm not supposed to like, but I also like the white man, uh, Mr. Omar Sami. I felt he did what he was meant to do. Unpopular, and I'm going to sneak her in, I liked Ini. No, it's not like she acted good. I just felt like I could read the emotions from her facial expression. Then I liked um Charles Avrum. He he was very comedic and um yeah it made me laugh. Then Josh too funny and the guy that acted Jasper. So it was not even like they were acting good, but for some reason, um Charles Avrum, Josh too funny, and the guy that acted Jasper, they were the people I was rooting for. So yeah, um they're also in my like they probably have a goal, a motivation, and all that. So I rooted for them, and yeah, that's all. All right, no, thanks, Cynthia. Um, still a couple of my ones there, which is going to leave me in a very tight position. Um, uh, but Bobby, um, we're talking about lockdown. Um, tell us some of the things you enjoyed. Okay, um, I feel like I'm the only person that thinks that uh, this movie reminds me <laughs> of. Uh, 93 days but then it's like a comic version of 93 days i don't know who has seen 93 days here but it's like one of the saddest nigerian films of all time it's a, a movie about ebola virus so um the main person like the actors i really loved in the movie number one on my list is tony umez tony umez was one person i thought that would be rusty by now and after being away from the game for like somehow somehow so long but he delivered perfectly well, like his character, the emotion behind it, the sadness was so real. I could feel it. I could feel the sadness around his character and he delivered perfectly well. I, I love the part where he had to infect himself 
with the um with the virus or what is the name of the virus? I can't remember the, name of the solo virus or Hello. Hello. <laughs> holo holo virus. Yeah, so I like the part where he had to infect himself with the holo virus because he wanted to be with his wife in death. Like that was borderline crazy. Like it was crazy. And whew, and another person I really appreciated was Josh Too Funny. I expected him to flop. Like I 100% expected Josh Too Funny to flop in this film. And he surprised me beyond words. I was like, how are you so good at this right now? Like you are supposed to flop. That's what skit makers do in films. They flop, you know, but you, he was doing his thing. And I like the fact that he had this kind of chemistry with Nas Boy. That's uh, Jasper. I like the fact that he had this kind of chemistry with him. And it was so clean. Nas Boy was not being anybody different. He was just being Nas Boy, basically. He was being Nas Boy, the Nas Boy that we see in skits. That was who he was in this film. And I appreciated it. So Tony Humes, Josh, Too Funny, Nas Boy. Then my baby girl, Inidima Okoje, she never goes wrong with facial expressions. Like 100%. She does it really, really well. Facial expressions. She delivers the message with her face. I think that's like her major selling point as an actress. Then I think I would also give it to um, Omotala. Motala Jalade. She reminded me of a character from 93 Days too. That's a, a Bimbo Akintola or so. So um, Motala did her thing. Well, I like the fact that she was that doctor that was just trying to be strong so that nobody else freaks out. But deep down, she was so scared and so afraid. I don't even think anybody in that hospital knew that she had the virus. Like, I, oh, she was under threat of having the virus because in the end she didn't have the virus, right? But I don't think that anybody knew. Everybody was just seeing her as the strong woman trying to keep everybody together. So that was another thing I really appreciated. And I think I also want to go for Chomachikoka. I think she's, she's evolving as an actress now. Like the whole typecasting thing is not really a thing for Chomachikoka anymore. Like you can literally see her playing any role. I mean, we saw her playing a maid in um, this movie. Um, Lara and the Beat, and now she's doing this stuff as a nurse here, yeah, which is pretty cool. So overall, I think the storyline for the movie was good. I understood what they were trying to do. You know, it was chiefly comedy, if I'm going to be honest. It was chiefly comedy with bits and pieces of the whole thriller features there. That was what I saw in the movie. Do I hate anything about it? I'm not really sure. I do. I hate anything about the film because, well, there's a way I judge comedy films. I don't, I don't like, I'm not really too harsh when it comes to comedy because I understand that comedy is like a, kind of like a loose thing here. Like, you know, anything kind of like goes <laughs> in comedy. So yeah, Lockdown was actually a good film. At least Moses Ewang did way better than he did in Unroyal. Unroyal was a, was a blah, blah film, like right from the beginning. But this um, lockdown was an upgrade from what he did in Royal. So, like, that's just it. All right. Oh, thanks, Bobby. Thanks, uh, Bobby. I, I, do, you, do you want to say something? No, I just wanted to say that we, we did think, or at least I did think it was uh, trying to be 93 days as well. Do you say trying to be? or it, it's, it's definitely inspired by 19 days. It felt like, a, like the Tesco value version. Of 
Uh, what about the pandemic? Maybe we just go and by the pandemic. I thought so, but the way it started unfolding was giving 93 days. Oh, okay. All right. If you, uh, I guess. All right. Uh, but yes, I think we noticed the parallel. I don't know whether I call this a comedy. Uh, it has some funny parts in it, but it doesn't, I don't I know. But yeah, that's it. Yeah, it seemed like it was taking itself um, quite seriously. Quite a few. Um, threats of death from a lot of places <laughs> for it to for me to call it a comedy from from my perspective but um thanks about people uh victor tell us the things that you liked about lockdown um for me the lockdown movie but i don't really say it was good on a scale of one to ten i'll give it like a five but i like the fact that the movie told the story like from the name lockdown your mind is already telling you what happened like in the past, like the coronavirus time. So you're already expecting something. And I feel the movie actually gave that the lockdown vibes with the holo virus and everything. And then I like how the plot went, like how they brought everyone to the hospital at the same time. You just found a way to make sure all of them were together in the hospital, like the job seeker, the guy we're about to cash out that is just too funny. The wedding guy. I like how they brought all of them to the hospital at the same time. Then I also like the acting, like the way the characters embody their roles. Not all of them, actually. I wasn't really feeling Choma Chukuka in her role, but I really like the acting by Josh Too Funny. Although I won't really classify the movie as a comedy, but he brought in some comedy like. I say comedy like vibes to the movie, like he made it funny. Like for me, I felt he was the one that really got his role well. I wasn't really feeling the acting by Jide Kene. Inidima, they didn't really give them much screen time like that, the way I expected. Like looking the fact from the fact that they're actually top actors, I didn't, they didn't really get much screen time. Then I like the part of Solar, that is the Mother to the bride. Yeah, she brought in this ritual party, my wedding party, all this kind. She really brought in that to the movie. So that's basically what I like about it. I just like the way the whole movie went, but I won't really say it's a great movie. Okay, no problem. Thanks, Victor. Um, that that was... Uh, I... I... I get your general just I get where you're going. Um I also agree like a lot of performances were, were kind of they tried. Um but let's uh, move on to Shagun. Shagun uh tell us uh, some of the things that you you liked about lockdown. Uh, is it my Shagun? Yes, yes, your Choose life is ready to okay. tell. Um, okay, we're 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 on the good segments, Abby. Sorry, I just joined. Yes, uh, yes, we're on the good section. Uh, okay, God help me. Let me see. Um, the, the only thing I can say that is good uh, about this movie, honestly, I, I guess probably just the cast. Um, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think through all the scenes. Nah, as a whole, 
Now, for me, it's just, I mean, yeah, they have, they had, they had great cast. Um, I don't know if the cast was appropriate for most of all the um, roles that they were, that they featured in, but, well, I mean, they did. They, the definition of the cast. <laughs> <laughs> they got like, I mean, they did well with the cast. That is enough to pull eyeballs to, um, right. yeah, okay. eyeballs to the thing. And I mean, I think, and that's one of the major things I, I, I guess they set out to achieve. So, yeah, that's pretty much it for me. All right. Um, Miss C, I think you're next. Uh, yes. What What did you enjoy about lockdown? Uh, okay. First uh, off, I enjoyed that it was kind of a fun watching experience for part of it. Because of watch party. Yes, because of watch party. Yes, uh, yes, yes. It was it was it was fun to do watch party for. Um, they did a good performance as usual. Um, I wish, I wish we had swapped out what's his face, the groom. Then, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I wish we swapped him out for Demi because, like, we spent so much time with him. It's like, I'm like, why are you casting Demi and keeping him in the corner when you're not giving us better for like the middle? He was so underutilized. Mm -hmm. So, I would have rather had him as you know, the groom and carried it a lot better but anyway he was great um what else what else what else did i like uh, uh i i really enjoyed the snipers <laughs> i really yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no you cannot steal the snipers that's that's my one you, this is theft <laughs> I need to be plagiarized. I need to like trademark. I can't stuff. take the sniper. Okay. Okay. No, 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 sorry. No, no, no. Sorry. Take the sniper. Take the sniper. You can have the snipers. Oh my god. Yes. Um. Oh, the the trope of finding love in a hopeless place. I love it. I can't remember when I called it, and I can't remember people messaging a watch party going, "No, they're not going to fall in love." Of course, they're going to fall in love. <laughs> of course, his girlfriend's gonna break his fiance is gonna break up with him for being caught in a lockdown through no fault of his, which will free him up to date Inidima's character. But of course, I loved it. Absolutely loved it. That was fantastic. Okay, I don't think you're taking this good part very seriously. I am. I enjoyed it. Things. Okay, all right. Okay. All right, that's me done. All right, okay. Um, yeah, as, as people said, Josh Tiffany, I liked. Um, um, I actually think, aside from being funny, I think it's a very good actor. Like some people have, um, have alluded to. I don't think that that's, um, uh, particularly. I'm, I'm not too surprised by it, um, but I'm just glad he wasn't given a just too funny yeah. role to play in the film, and he 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 did pretty well with that. Um, um, I thought most things were lit properly, uh, not always artistically, but hey, we saw people for the most part when we needed to. Um, I liked they, they they set some guy on fire. Um that was that was cool. Um Rattlesnake has done it. But you know, uh I, I enjoyed I enjoyed anytime you can add something to a bit of production, it makes sense, you know, you doing a riot you would throw a uh, what's it called? A muzzle muzzle muffle, you know, the petrol bomb type thing. Mm. 
Um, um, it looks, uh, I was going to say it looks, it kind of looks weird. I was going to say it looks good. A part of it that looks strange. Um, I don't know. I, I'm I'm not going to lie. I'm struggling a bit for the, um, especially since Mr. C took my snipers. Still talk about the snipers. The snipers were fun. <laughs> um but not even in a in a in a good good way to be honest because sometimes when you were looking at the scope anyway that's that's not this time i don't know um the the truth is like i i can't with i'm with elizabeth because uh, and and i guess where we can we can we can move into the bad now um i guess the problem with with this is that the premise is just um the premise is it's fine, like, you know, you can have a thing where there's a lockdown. But the problem, the biggest problem for me was we spent almost 40 minutes setting up all of their backgrounds only for them to get to the hospital and then keep on repeating their backgrounds for what, for the reasons why they ended up in the place they ended up, which made all of the time we spent setting up redundant. Like, we could have just started in the hospital and would have well, I would have not really lost anything mm-hmm. because everybody, not even just once, like almost everybody at least once, twice, three times repeats why they're in there and why they need to get out. Um, and it would just, I, I guess that that setup for me wasn't wasn't great in the first place. Um, it, it didn't feel endearing, but um, I don't want to take up other people's stuff, but so I'll let, other people speak on the things they didn't like. Um, Elizabeth. Okay, so... Um, why don't I like this movie? First, I think I've mentioned that I did not finish it. So, apart from the fact that I was out with my friends, you know, drinking shots, I actually did not finish it because it was a terrible movie. But I would also tell you the reason why. Everything about this movie is reductive. I mean, Bobby tried to tell us that this is a comic version of 93 Days, but yeah, so if it was the comic version of 93 Days, I would expect like some form of uh, maybe not parody, even if it's trying to be serious. I would expect something. I'm really trying for a reference here. I can't find it, but okay, let's say, let's say something like Hot Fuzz, you know, where you're taking, you're using an idea of a detective movie and you're trying to also um make it funny while at it but this is not what this movie is doing this movie is not trying to get you to laugh it's trying to go for something serious while infusing comedy here or there and it isn't just because this movie is reductive in everything the plot is reductive if you try to juxtapose it to night three days the acting is reductive. It's like almost everybody came in and wore their best caricature moments, from the doctors to to the cast. To I know everybody said Josh Tufani was impressive. He was uh, sometimes to me. Well, half of the time too. I I know that he's trying to go for funny. Also, the the lines, the lines were pedestrian, goodness gracious. 
um we have um this guy yelling before i even stopped watching it so what um judy kenny is yelling at his friend i mean they just left the the scene where they all just left the three of them the groom his friend and just to find his character the way at the doctors and the doctor said oh, okay i'll tell you the reason why we're here we are here before because there is a virus named withheld and then please don't tell anybody make you stay here and then they went out the lines that followed that scene i was laughing i don't know if i should laugh or if i should throw up then i wasn't also sure if it was the alcohol but i i really think it was all of the above because the next line was basically what do you mean who should have been at your wedding so i was wondering why the friend was very mad it's not even your wedding but yeah i get it but unless you're like his babysitter but then he now said why are you doing this remember what the doctor said to us i'm like nah throw these people away but anyways everything about this movie is reductive and that was the reason why i couldn't go further other times i would be like nah nami go finish him i must know what this movie is but i was not interested because this movie failed to do what it should do at every point apart from it being reductive a lot of scenes here the lack of attention to details by the time i was stopping this movie they were saying that come to blah 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 hospital and redditing hospitals was showing at the very top of that building i'm like yeah thanks for coming i think this is this is the part where i check out then they said there was a virus there was no um nobody was trying to wear um gears no mask or no no urgency we're just left with this convenient eight people in this dynamos hospital you know we're left with these eight people in this one would think is a very busy hospital and you know the couple of if it was some health center i would buy this thing but nothing in this movie seemed like it was working for me and that was why i stopped so yeah thank you all right thanks elizabeth um i hope you enjoyed your shot at least um all right we'll go to shago Hey, um, to add to add to what Elizabeth said, first of all, the only reason why I even made it through the movie was because of the watch party. The watch party made it fun, at least at the very least. Um, and then uh, now I'm hearing that it's supposed to be like a comedy version of Ninety Three Days, which I disagree with, unless maybe the producers said that because of um, the backlash that was going to come. Um, there was just, if, if somebody had told me earlier that this was a collection, an experimental movie where they told different, um, maybe different directors came together and they shot different things wherever they were and then sent it in for one editor to just piece everything together, you know, and all that, I would have said, okay, maybe, but it just, it just, it showed, it showed a lack of effort, which, you know, I had already mentioned, I'd mentioned in earlier in earlier spaces that it seems as though we are getting to a point where, hey, we are on we are on Netflix. So whatever we put there, as long as it gets onto Netflix, people will watch it. That's what this movie seemed to that's what this movie came across to me because it seemed like you spent most of your budget on your cast. You know, just too funny, yes, we brought his he brought his skit performance to it. And at the end of the day, it just looked like different skit scenes that were stitched together. The technical, and then for me, technical details, there were a lot of technical things that failed. Like, first of all, everybody had, I mentioned it at the watch party, everybody had a golden glow. 
everybody, almost everybody had a golden glow on their face, which means that they were using one particular type of gold reflector for everything, which I don't, I really didn't understand. Even at night, there was still a golden glow. Then there was, there were continuity issues. We didn't know, I didn't know what, what day we were at. Things were just changing. The police barracks, they set up a command center. They set up a command center outside on the first day they got there with the whole SWAT and everything. I didn't even understand the meaning, the, the meaning of the SWAT for this kind of uh, thing. But I guess, like I said before, it's always that um, they were looking out to just put out, to, to make everything, uh, uh, to push as much um, gengen as they wanted to push. Yeah, we can we can do SWAT uniforms, we can do weapons, we can give... Uh, the snipers, the sniper was one that killed me at the end of the day. I'm like, snipers on the roofs, Why? You know, uh, so and then the thing, the the, the Amatola's character killed me. Yeah, she's a beautiful actress and all that, but it just, it, I don't know where it failed. Whether it failed in the writing or it failed in directing, it was just every scene was just getting worse and worse and worse. You know, and then audio, of course, sound was just like, you know what? Let these people just manage the subtitles. Like, I was very disappointed, you know, uh, and I'm like, why? It, it, I, I was so pained, like, why would this thing... And I had to now check. I said, okay, yes, we're on a watch party. It's not like it's playing from someone's laptop. It's playing from Netflix. This thing is playing from Netflix. That means that Netflix accepted it. Uh, I don't know. For me, it was just a letdown. All those parts, the the love story thing, like uh, Mr. C had mentioned in the beginning... They spent so much time setting up their backgrounds and then they kept repeating and repeating. I don't know if they had established one or two characters, established some backstory. Maybe it would have made some sense, but for me, it just became very disjointed and it ultimately just became like different skits that were just stitched together to make a movie with some effects here and there. <sighs> I don't know, Jerry. I don't know. I, I just feel tired. I don't even know what to say again about it. All right. No, thanks. Uh, thanks, Shaga. Um, by the way, if you wanted to, if you don't want to come up and speak, but you can send tweets uh, using Nollywood, the hashtag Nollywood Film Club. You can also rate it on, on uh, Nolly Data. We haven't troubled you with some Nolly Data for some time, but it's a place where you can review, register as an audience. It'll take a, one minute or so, and then review lockdown. All right. Um, I just wanted to piggyback off, yeah, some of the said. Like, with that, um, with the thing I said earlier on about, like, um, um, you know, the we spent, like, 40-something minutes trying to, like, give everybody the setup to the, to the reason why they're there. Um, I, I did find it useless um, because, again, they just start repeating it whilst they're in the hospital. And what could have happened if we just cut out that first 14 minutes? At least we as viewers would have been finding out about these characters as, you know, as the movie progressed. At least it's something to do. But, like, it's almost like when they get locked down, the, the movie comes to a stop. It doesn't know what to do. It just keeps on... Oh yeah, you know they're trying to get out. Yeah, we know they're trying to get out. That's that's what a lockdown is. And then they keep on keep on repeating why they need to get out. Yeah, yeah, yeah we get it. We you've you've shown us that yes, they're supposed to get married or you know he's trying to get ten million. You've already showed us that. Uh, didn't add anything. Just 
repetition for repetition's sake, I guess. But um, thanks for talking about some of the continuity stuff there, Shagun. Um, all right, Cynthia, um, what did you not enjoy about about lockdown? Okay, yes. I have a very long list. Oh. <laughs> and maybe because it's a medical drama, but I have a very long list. Um, first of all, it's a very long movie. Um, secondly, I actually have a problem with the name of the virus. So. <laughs> okay, so um, if a Wayne Hollywood um truth movie and the name like only fans, fans only, and the rest, I'm fine with it. But like, all of virus, like. There's a way they name virus, there's a way they name bacteria, there's a way they name all these things. I don't know what was going on with them. Maybe they were trying to do hologram and all that. Then um, the whole story just shows that they have poor research into what happens um, in a hospital or Barbie Nollywood is not still good with making medical drama. So let's start with Dr. Njoku. Let's start with Dr. Njoku. Um, so I don't know why someone said we have to give Omotola something because um, Dr. Onjoku's character was the character that pissed me off the most. Okay, so I don't know if it was negligence or she was reckless, but first of all, um, she knew Mr. Omar had Olo virus. She went to meeting with her mask on and they did this fighting and fighting and fighting while she got exposed. After she got exposed, she went to wash her face. And for every time she appeared, she had no PPE. Nothing. Okay, even when she coughed out blood, she could see she had symptoms when she was wearing the green and green. Even after that, she was still appearing without anything, without any um, um, personal protective equipment. And I was like, why? And... The thing that that pissed me off is like they didn't even make a character to die at the end. <laughs> like they tried to be like she survived. She was the most reckless. She deserved to die at the ending. Okay, now um, even though I said everything plotted, plotted, like they they all ended up in the hospital. Uh, most of them shouldn't even have been in the hospital. A good example was Ines' character. She went to the interview. She was already late. It didn't make sense that she was going to leave for a medical um, for a medical test. It's not possible. Like she was already late. She knew she was already late. She would have gone. A typical Nigerian or a typical anybody would have would have gone for that interview without having to go to the hospital for medical test or anything. Then I also find it odd that um, at the beginning, Charles was using a big stick to chew his, to clean his teeth when we have normal size chewing stick. Then, yes, back to when um, Omotala had this fight with um, the man, Mr. Omar, the nurse ran in with a syringe and she shook him. And the bad thing was, or the worst of it was, the syringe was still capped. So I don't know what they were trying to portray. <laughs> I don't know. What, I don't know what they were trying to portray. And even if the syringe was was uncapped, there is no how you're going to choke someone with um a two mm or a five mm needle, and it will cross through the suit, the shirt, and into um the patient's um 
um, flesh or system or back. It doesn't make sense. Okay. Then we also had the fan cuts with um, Josh Tufani. Um, I think they tried to make the fans top, so his hand cut. Okay, fine, his hand cut. But um, when mosquito bites me, I feel very uncomfortable. And this guy, okay, let me forgive the costume or the makeup artist for the terrible um, hand cut, but let's assume that his hand cut. There was not any time in the movie I felt like um, his hand cut. <laughs> His hand was still functioning very well. There was, like, nothing that showed that this guy's hand cut from a fan, okay? Then, um, like Shego mentioned, the inconsistency with New Life Cavalry Hospital and Redditing. So, I think they did some Photoshop or something where they had shown New Cavalry Hospital, because I know I saw New Cavalry Hospital, but it seems like when, the, when they all landed in the hospital, they were careless to still um, show us Redditing Lucky Hospital. So they had this um, inconsistency. Then, um, yes, there's a virus outbreak. Um, they locked the hospital. They brought NCDC. I was shocked that NCDC came with police. NCDC didn't come with um, all these fumigation spray to spray. NCDC did not come with PPE for um, the other doctors and the patients. NCDC did not come and immediately they set up isolation ward. They came in with police and snipers. And I'm like, ah, why? Okay, so they also had this audio issue. There were sometimes I felt some people were echoing. Then they had this particular sound for more than one hour that felt like church bell. Because I was just hearing dim, dim, dim. I was like, please, let me be. I was hearing dim, dim, dim. They also had this annoying clock ticking sound throughout the movie, or almost throughout the movie. Then um, we have the cooler of rice for bribery. So I don't know if we wrote that part that um, um, Shobo and Shoba wanted to bribe the policemen, and she brought in cooler of rice. And even the poorest of the in Nigeria, will not bribe a police person with cooler of rice. Okay? They will not bribe a police person with cooler of rice. And even when the police took the cooler of rice, mm -hmm. it was not saying, if not for uh, if not for something, something, I would not have accepted the bribery. But you accepted the cooler of rice. You accepted the cooler of rice. Like, how will you write a script where someone will have to bribe? a police with cooler of rice. It, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. Then the Kule and Funke marriage. <sighs> they did not tell us if they had a misunderstanding, okay? They don't tell us if they had a misunderstanding because I don't understand why the wedding went off when they would have probably postponed everything. So they never showed that it was a forceful marriage. Although they showed a moment in the car where he was not happy, but like you didn't confuse us, this was a first film marriage. Then the motivation for the marriage to still go on does not make sense because if they say the virus is deadly, you expect the bride to be crying, you expect her to feel sad. Everybody should be scared. Why do you still want to marry? You could die. Like the whole marriage motivation to marry and then him falling in love. No. Then, um, yes, 
isolation and hospital. So they had this virus and they wanted they prepared an isolation center in the hospital and according to them they had sixteen inpatients and um there was tea um there was this particular doctor that went to see Bam Bam when she was in labor or pre-labor, because I don't know what was happening with that character. And they have a virus, even that one is still not um, properly dressed, okay? So they all had, they were all negligent, they were all on serial. Then um, contact tracing too. There's lockdown. Um, the most important thing was for them was the police. <laughs> there was a financial problem was the police. It was later they had to be like, oh, we have shut down flights from Libya. Oh, we are doing contact tracing. <sighs> okay, I forgive them. They can lock down the hospital, but I mean, the contact tracing is supposed to happen next or supposed to happen first before the hospital. But okay, I said they locked down the hospital. Like, why are you bringing police? I'm still stressing on this police. Then um, someone hired Tony Umez. <clears throat> okay. So they told us this man has a dying wife that has stage four lung cancer. And um, even throughout the movie, we don't even know who infected him. When they came back and they said he got positive, they now showed him entering a place that they put do not enter. Okay, where did, who did you meet in the place? Because, because, Throughout the movie, the person he had the most interaction with is the Dr. Onjoku that survived, okay? Not even Chiamaka that died. We know Chiamaka died. Um, not Chiamaka died. We saw him entering the North Inter. Who did he meet? Did he meet patient zero? Did they isolate the virus and they kept in a tube <laughs> that he went to touch? Like, how did he get the virus that made him positive? And... If he got the virus, and according to them, um, it takes two to 21 days um, for the virus to... Okay, now I've forgotten the term. But according to them, it takes two to 21 days, and he got the virus, and he was still with the people that they let out. So maybe those, maybe he might have even transmitted the virus to them. So like there was just so many things that don't make sense. Then, um, what did they ever write? Oh, yeah, then we had this thing where um, just too funny was motivated and he stole PPE, <laughs> which, which I mean, the PPE was kept in the hospital, so I still wonder why he didn't get the virus too, because everywhere was scattered in the hospital. But when he stole the Miss PPE and he went outside and they shot him. I mean, he did a very nice job. They shot him and the next scene was um, them playing beautiful people, trying to force the romance of um, the guy that attacked Kunle and Inni. And I was like, okay, we just assume someone is there. Let us mourn, okay? Do not come and give us um, romance that we did not ask for or that is not even supposed to happen. Then uh, we also have a question. I also have a question on what happened to patient zero. So this white man brought the virus. He fought um, Dr. Onjoku. He was still left in the hospital, but at the end, we don't even know what happened to patient zero, but we knew that Chiamaka died. Then um, Deyemi and his wife, <sighs> I don't get it. So um, Bam Bam was in labor. She was in labor. She was in labor. She was in labor. 
And at the ending, they walked out without a baby. So why are you giving us all these things? Like what is going on? There I I didn't see them with a baby. I still saw her pregnant. I still saw her pregnant. I didn't get what was going on with them. Then Dr. Androku again. <laughs> so we have this George Tufani character that they shot, and they wanted to show us that George Tufani um lived on, and I was even happy he lived on, even though I feel like okay. But I was happy he survived at the ending. And then I gave us this flashback with Dr. Onjoku doing surgery. You see the problem? She's supposed to be isolating. Okay? She's exposed. She was like among the maybe third people that got exposed or second person after the after Nostiamaka. She's supposed to be isolating. Another person is the person that's supposed to be doing that surgery, but Dr. Onjoku was still doing surgery for Josh Tufani. Then um finally I have a problem with how they try to make everyone have a happy ending. Okay? Like oh this is my final point. They try to make everyone have a happy ending. Like it's a movie. People have done things. Let them report their soul, okay? Let um GD and the guy let them not get the investor. Let any not get a job. Let Dr. Unjoku die. Like let people get the reward for everything they have done. So they just try to make everything happy at the ending. And I don't know, it was just off. And finally, okay, it's not like it's part of the movie. Finally, um, I wasn't like that. When Nollywood wants to make medical drama, it would be good if they do... I'm not saying that they're not doing research now. They're doing research, but let's not try to make it too comedic. Let's try to get our facts right about how things happen when there's an outbreak, how people should behave, if people need to isolate, if people need to wear PPE and other stuff. And we'll be very happy. And yeah, so that's all. I think we can all go home now. I don't think there's anything left to say. But I need to just repeat Dr. Onjoko. I, I, I don't know which other character in recent times, there's probably been one or two, that I wanted dead more at the end of his show. Because every time she showed up without PPE, I was like, this woman is an op. This woman wants all these other people to get infected and die. There is no other reason why. Even after seeing blood, even after seeing the blood, she knew he was infected and she was like, yeah, let's go find the pregnant lady and the fresh baby. Like, what? She was speaking to this man, like, face to face. Yeah. Face to yeah, face. Right guilt. after finding out she was infected. No guilt. How about... Oh, yeah. She beat her in the end, so... Oh, yeah. my God. Uh, Alright, so a couple of people just... Uh, um, echoing that that point, um, Choma Adeze uh, um, said, even the doctor that knew she was clearly in contact with the infected person came to address people in the reception without even a face mask. Um, uh, um, Mariah said, uh, uh, can't make Nolly Film Club today, but regarding lockdown, the science literacy of the film was shocking. 
the 21-day um, isolation was inconsistent. The virus was poorly defined um, and poorly managed. It's 2022. We know too much about contagions to look past this. How does it make sense to shoot someone and put more strain on hospital resources than barricade the area and then 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 barricade the area and have tranquilizer guns? Yeah, all right, okay, yeah, then barricade the area and have tranquilizer guns. The police propaganda was ridiculous. Um, that's that was Mariah. Um, please feel free to uh, send send in um your your reviews using hashtag nothing with film club or you can rate it on nanali data all right i think uh, go on yeah um cynthia sorry but like no matter what you're going to watch there's not going to be like accurate medical um <laughs> medical knowledge or ascension but yeah like I said, like what I said in the area, that this movie was okay, was meat. It was meat. But what I was using for my for my judgment in that was like everything that everybody said is, is indeed a problem with the movie. Like the forty minutes or something, and they keep on repeating, repeating something, repeating the sense of like the plot point. How many times is that guy going to go out and face like snipers? Also. What are you doing? Like, I have a, I have my master's in public health, and one of the things we do study is community condition. And from the very beginning of how this thing happened, I was just like, "This is stupid." So because of that, I didn't use that to calculate it because I already know they didn't do no research, and I already know that the story was not written very well, and it was just supposed to be some feel good sort of thrilling movie sort of truly movie that don't make no sense. And everything Cynthia said is correct. It is ridiculous and stupid. And like, because of that, I don't use that to judge it because I'm like, oh, they're not, they're not making a movie about reality. They're making a movie in their own world. And for the something of the sense of their movie, I'm going to use it to judge it. That's, that's pr frankly how I normally feel with movies. It's like, I kind of try to judge the movie based on its own merit, unless the movie goes way too crazy. And there's only a few movies I have, I have lambasted on this, on this something, on this, on this club. One thing I will say nobody's mentioning is the fact that the music underneath, right? The tree, that thriller music that you hear, dun, 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 that thriller music, they played it nonstop throughout non-stop throughout and that thing sort of pissed me off it yeah. <laughs> i think i think Cynthia might have mentioned it because she mentioned everything <laughs> you think i didn't mention that she, yeah, she, like they, th that thing sort of like pissed me off it like i was really truly i was on, on the edge of myself like da, 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 da. but then i was like wait a minute why am i feeling like this why are they playing that song throughout it makes no sense but Okay, that just allowed me to realize eh, levels of judging this movie has to come down. The same thing with Carter. Like, I was just like, levels of judging it within his own something has to come down. It made absolutely no sense, except for this is a feel good movie. This is a turn off your brain, you know, movie. And everybody has an happy ending. The. Mm, 
she comes out. Everybody comes out of the something, by the way. There's only one security guard locking it up. They never even inform... <clears throat> this is supposed to be, technically from the way they, they are all acting, right? It's supposed to kind of lock, um, assume a coronavirus. Um, it's supposed to be some sort of coronavirus um, disease type of thing, right? They don't say it, but with the context of when the movie is made and everything, it's obvious it's about the coronavirus something, even if you call it Olo something. I have no problem with that. That's, that's hard. You, mix, you say something that we, indeed we know in, in actuality when it's made, it's talking about something. Like the crucible. The crucible is not talking about 16th century um, which, which was which 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 hunting it's talking about the macartism macarty that that happened in um in the 1950s in america that's what it's talking about this thing is clearly talking about coronavirus right and they came out they literally came out and there is snipers pointing at them and they are talking to people that are outside and it's just like this isn't hairborne this is this is this this is the best way I can say it is airborne, but it's not, it's not airborne. It's actually, what, what, it's airborne. Okay. At that point in time, they are talking about, oh, it's like kind of new. At the time that Corona first came, what was the first thing that everybody was saying? Once you have met, go out, it seems to be like an airborne disease. Those people that you met that are around already the hospital need to now come into the hospital. Because you just don't know. We didn't know a lot of things. And it was just like so stupid. It was incredibly stupid. But but you know what? I don't even want to go on all the actors. Because the actors did what they said. They did what they said. The, the facial movements that they made match what they were saying. So I was like, okay, the actors did well. What we are pissed off about is the writing of the story and the... And, who wrote it and the actions that the stories gave the characters to do. So I'm not necessarily pissed off with like um, Omotola or any of the, no. The thing that you have to be pissed off is the writing. The writer writes what the character is going to do. The writer writes what the actor is going to do. Yes, there are other things that goes, that goes in it. Maybe because you have Omotola, you need to give Omotola more more scenes so you maybe write more ridiculous scenes for her that doesn't need to be in the movie because it's a matala or you have tony ms it's on tony ms you know those things happen but like it makes no sense guys don't don't think too much about it watch it enjoy the good feel good something is this movie going to I like the, the music thing was the one that pissed me off i thought the i thought the cinematography just is serviceable um Every other actions that they made was very stupid, but I did feel for some of the characters, especially Tony Omer's character. I was just like, "Oh my God, his wife is dead," and he goes into a into a place where it takes. I don't. I like Cynthia. Cynthia has already mentioned everything. Like that one made me laugh, but at the same time, I felt bad. I felt bad because he wants to go back to meet his, his wife. Right? There's a lot of points here that if. If it was given to a better, I don't want to say better writer because maybe this writer can actually write the writing or something. But like, if it was done in a different context, in a different time, in a different ways, it could it could actually be a good story to tell, right? 
somebody purposely killing themselves because they want to go live in with their love. You understand? Like somebody being so poor that they are willing to give up their life rather than to go back to poverty, you know, or a doctor trying to be a leader, trying to be the brave face in a, in a, in a, in a difficult moment, even though the leader too is themselves scared. Those, those things could work in much better things and much better something, but it didn't in this one. And there's nothing I can say because Cynthia already said every other bad, all the bad points about this movie. Because it's it's terrible, but enjoy yourself. You know what the movie is from the very first beginning. When you see like the movie is not going to the is not going to make sense. Enjoy the good parts of the movie, and just everybody ends happy. That's a good thing about I guess about the movie. Everybody ends happy. Somebody magically gets their money. Like a lottery, something we want to actually give people their money. Lotteries don't want to give people their money. That's why it's a lottery because you're not probably going to win. Um, just enjoy it. I like also. Why did they shoot? You know what? Forget it. En- enjoy the movie, guys. Turn off your brain. Watch Kara too. Turn off your brain and enjoy the movie. That's all. All right. Not even needs a new slogan. Uh... Turn off your brain and enjoy the movie. That's all I would say. All right. Don't put it to your heart. Turn off your brain and enjoy the movie. The stupidness of the movie. All right. Thanks, Ayanka. Um We're going to go to Victor, but I think he's dropped off. Um, let's see who we have um, coming up. Um, <clears throat> before Mrs. Egan is about, but yeah, I think... It's gonna be difficult to to top any to say anything new after Cynthia, <laughs> but I I guess I'm I there's something to the spirit of the film that I I do want to um, talk about. But like someone just joined as a speaker. I'm just looking for the person. One of the person's still here. All right. I don't I don't see the person here. Mrs. C, do you want to go and say say what? Yeah, you... I really don't feel like there's anything Cynthia Cynthia hasn't said. Like. The film was too long for starters, right? And I think you you mentioned that earlier that they spent the first 45 minutes to an hour showing us things that they kept repeating for the rest of the film. Mm -hmm. So already we could have saved ourselves an hour of that film and lost absolutely nothing. Mm. Um, The, yeah, the disease protocol was ridiculous because, okay, those six people at the hospital, how about everybody else? Like, oh, if this one person gets out... If this one person gets out, there's a, um, you know, millions of people could die. And like Wally mentioned in our, in our mentions, like what happened to the driver, mm. right? There was someone who was in a confined space with patient zero yeah. for quite a while. Mm. And he just left mm. to go hang out with a bunch of other people, right? Like to go not hang out, but like, you know, go find out with the company, they know his medical history or whatever. He's left, he's gone. Mm-hmm. Right? <clears throat> what happened to all the people he interacted with at the airport? We saw him cough at the airport mm-hmm. while he was at immigration, right? There were so many people around him. I understand the film wanting to focus on, you know, a small number of people, but there's a way that could have been done, right? Like, I don't know who mentioned 93, right? We saw 93. We saw how the 
train through which it was only focused on a certain number of people. We got that. It made sense. It worked. Mm. For this, it didn't work. It was absolutely ridiculous. So when you're bringing in SWAT saying, oh, one person leaving is going to end the world for everybody and we're like, there's like 100 people. Yeah, yeah didn't work at all. That was absolutely ridiculous. Um, Dr. Anjoko's character, I will repeat, is probably one of the worst characters. I mean, I... I didn't like this babe from Perfect Arrangement, but I feel like Dr. Njoku is worse because the babe from Perfect Arrangement didn't kill anyone, mm-hmm. potentially. Um, so yeah, this is just just absolutely horrendous, horrendous writing of this character. Just the consistent lack of PPE. It's just one simple thing. Just mm-hmm. one simple thing. Just put her in a mask. It wasn't that hard. Mm-hmm. Like we all have masks. Mm-hmm. Everybody has masks now. They're cheap. Yeah. Put her in a mask. Um but yeah, I don't know, like, there's nothing that Cynthia, Cynthia hasn't mentioned, frankly. There are a lot of things that I found quite quite abhorrent. Atrocious. Okay. All right. Jenna also is trying to come up, but it's not working. If if anybody has anything good to, they wanted to re-add to this, um, I'm, I'm all ears um, because for, for whatever reason... Um, I don't know, because the only reason why I'm asking this is because um, initially I heard some people think it was okay. Um, so uh, it's it was quite, I was a little stunned to find it this bad. Um, but so I'm, I'm, I'm wondering what, if there's something we all missed. Uh, Jenna, um, yeah. you have a good... So like Cynthia said, there were a lot of things that were like really poor about the movie. But one thing that I found really annoying was, like, when the police shot at the at uh, Moses. I think Josh Tufani's character. Like, if you want to make a movie, I just feel like even in as much as you want to, you want it to like maybe you don't want to especially call out like, oh, this is Nigeria, this is COVID. Like, try and make it realistic. Why? Nigeria, we have Boko Haram, we have how many things, and still you will not see snipers, as in there's no sniper waiting for the people, the terrorists outside. But because of six people in a hospital, as in, and one person that didn't even have a gun, as in this guy is not even armed, he's just running, and the, the commander, be the whatever, was like, shoots. And I was like, that was just like, so it did not make sense to me. Like, why are you, why are you shooting him? If, if you didn't shoot him with the gun in front of him. It's the sniper that shot him. Man, yeah, that was that was it for me. But apart from that, like, if, you ju- if you're just looking for something fun to watch, like, while you're eating or something, yeah, the movie is okay. But apart from that, if you want to seriously break it down, it's very poor. Yeah. Thanks. All right, thanks, Jaya. Um, yeah, I think the sniper, the sniper was one of that was the point where I was like, okay, I can and stay enjoying this as something that I I shouldn't take seriously at all. And I remember when we first saw the snipers, I was like, I was I was gonna give that this movie a ten out of ten if if anybody got a headshot. Uh, if any of the snipers got a headshot, just because like I didn't care for the characters. Um, the, they got put into this situation that honestly. With the exception, again, with the exception of Josh Two Funny's character, which I completely get it. You know, he needs to, although that's the other thing. It's like almost everything you like, there has to be a but. Um, even with Josh Two Funny's character, I get it. Yeah, you know, he has this luxury ticket. The way it operates, it's so convenient for for this. It's so convenient for the, for, for the character. I know, like, it, you know, it's their world. They can make up the rules, but. I can't help but seeing you obviously write it so it makes 
um, just just for the added tension, like so it doesn't feel organic, it feels a little contrived. So like, oh no, <laughs> the identity wasn't when they I think that did they share Josh Stephanie's face um on the TV with the same clothes he was wearing whilst he was watching? <laughs> I don't know. I, I can't remember. Anyway, um so but like you know, he had to have he had to have come with an ID, he had to register with an ID just for a lottery ticket, um, uh, with a picture ID, and also there was five days you could recover it in. And then Peter Koye comes playing as himself, and it's like, don't worry, we'll, we'll relax the rules for you. I mean, I, I don't know. Like, so, the, all right, if, if we think talking about the spirit of this, okay, at, at, at its best, what is it trying to do? It's trying to get a bunch of people in here and I guess put them through. Because, like, okay, people are locked down. Why is that interesting? That's why I said, like, at least um, finding out about these people, you know, taking away their background could have at least given us something to, something to, like, consume. Like, all right, let's find out about their backstories or, you know, whether... We should care about them, but um, I'm I'm just finding like like what what is there today? I mean, like essentially, you try to make a movie. It was an ambitious story trying to make a movie about people being locked down in a place. Um, I guess um, Doctor Njoku's character really really threw me off because I really thought um like like Cynthia had said like you know consequent there were there was going to be some consequences for the very very obvious. Um, just uh, it, it wouldn't be malpractice. Mal, I don't know, like negation of of negligence. Well, negligence. Yes, the the medical negligence. Just the complete. I, I, just, I was like, no, this. There has to be a point to this, right? Maybe, maybe I don't know. Maybe she's dying. Maybe or something. There has to be something else going on with the character, and and it just wasn't. It was just, she was just doctoring, uh, which blew my mind. Like I, I, so again, and Mariah makes a very good point. It's weird to make a movie this dumb in for, about like about lockdown, given that we have just gone through. Like maybe in 2018, when people don't know, like, hey, about mask, about protection, about you know, staying. I mean, like, I don't think this would have passed the smell test to be honest, because, of, I mean, Dr. Njoku's character is that egregiously bad. I don't think it would have made um, any sense in, in, in any of my mature years, but certainly in 2022, it feels like such a weird um, thing to to put up. Um, yeah, I, 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 I am, yeah, I guess there was, some, there was supposed to be some police, um, some commentary on police brutality there, which it's weird giving them because like they're supposed to be doing something something like a good yeah they're supposed to be doing sort of like a good thing um so like it's weird that well our police give a shit about a police give a shit about like keeping things on lockdown like that i i, I okay all right anyway but the, the thing is that this movie is not made to do whether police brutality is not commenting on that it's taking an opportunity that the fact that um, this is what I think happened for the main reason why this movie exists. This is my own opinion. It is taking an opportunity 
the lockdown happened, the pandemic happened, and it's taken an opportunity to make a movie that also kind of sort of reflected the movie that happened during the Ebola pandemic, just to make a movie to make money or to make a movie without making any research. I'm, I'm not a big fan of, I'm not a big fan of, um, of uh, attributing um, greedy, where, where is, it's not easy. I mean, like it's possible, but like this, it could just be, I never was that saying, never attribute um, malice where incompetence will uh will do i'm, not, I'm like not attributing malice i'm not attributing malice it's, oh, it's, it's saying like they're trying to do it just to make money it's a little it's a little uh you know it's not it's it it, it, it sounds like it's i'm not attributing malice I all movies saying. all movies make money we live in a capitalist service system there is no there's no moral something anything of it i do think just because i said that does not mean that i don't think that I do think um, the director on Moses Ingram, right? It it does it does a lot of different type of risky movies that sometimes if you think more than twice, if you if you watch it, it comes it comes off. But it does movies. It does. I actually do like him as a director. I think he does very different things. He is that guy that wants to do very different things. But the issue about this movie, not only is it just there's always a profit incentive. But another issue about this movie is that he did not do the, re the research. And also, I don't know what happened because they didn't have money. They didn't have money maybe for the, what's it called? For the PPE, when, what's it called? Props. They didn't have the money for the props to, do the, to give the props to the people to the appropriate time and something that makes the movie believable. But it still went ahead and do the movie, right? That's what what happened. Like they, I, it's just the reason. Like, so this is the idea. Once you are in that hospital, there's no need for. This is what they think, right? This is what they think. Once you are in that hospital, there is no need for you to be wearing PPP because, on assuming everybody is infected, right? Because they did for day and me. Day and me came in with PPE. Because it wasn't in the hospital. And I hate to contribute to this conversation as well. They can't make, they're not making the assumption that everybody in the hospital is infected. The reason why everybody is on quarantine is because it takes two to 21 days, right, for symptoms to show. So everybody is on lockdown to see if they are infected. Which, sorry, will bring me to another point that irked me was that they put all the infected people, but not everybody, right? Not the medical staff, yeah. but like the people that were there, they put them in one room, which was a, I, I don't know how y'all do quarantine, but if we don't know that anybody is infected and people might be infected and then we put everybody in the same room, we're almost sealing the fates of everybody if at least one, one person, person is infected. Mm. And that just seems like a, you know, yeah. Yes, that that's 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 that's, 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 that's what that's what I'm saying. The other part yeah. of this was like if if somebody gets and one person was infected, yes, you have to restart. They have to restart the 21 days. Yeah, Someone has tested positive. We're not sending yeah. the rest of them home. Yes. it's a two to 21 day yes. window of infection. Yeah, and, and one person yeah. gets 10 yeah. So like we don't know when 10 character tested 
uh, was infected. So we don't know how long they have quarantined since he's been infected. Exactly. So we don't know whether... 21 days. They don't really get an excuse of that. I'm not making an excuse. I'm not making an excuse. I'm saying the logic of the movie. I know how things work. First of all, Deomi gets out at the same time as everybody gets out. That's ridiculous in real life. No. It's when one day starts... But by the logic of the movie, I'm not talking about logic in real life. I'm not talking about logic in real life. I'm talking by the logic that the movie presents with, with itself. That's what they are doing, right? The logic of the movie is that, oh, all the people in the hospital that was in the hospital before they are in the hospital, they don't need to be wearing no mask, right? You, we can even see it. in We see that scene. Deemi comes in with PPE. When why does DME get to stuck get stuck there? Because he removes his PPE. Now that he has removed his PPE, he removes his PPE. Oh, he can stay there without no PPE. That's the logic of the movie. The movie has its own its own ridiculous logic that that's the logic of the movie. And you have to ask yourself the question: what, what is the logic in real life that made it like nobody the, the corresponding real characters should be wearing? PPE. They didn't have as much PPE budget, so yeah. they are doing it to conserve. Some yeah. they are doing it to conserve. That's the logic of the movie. Not real. Like I was watching the movie too, and I was just like, "They or me should not be getting out." If 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 it's based on that movie, it should not be getting out like that. Also, he was he wears PPE inside, and he comes in. Um, um, good. The boy steals. That man steals his PPE. That's not how it happens. Once you come out with that PPE, there are people waiting around there. You're going to have to remove that PPE so that they can also spray you down. That PPE is the outside something. It can be infected. That's not how it happens in real life. That's not logical. But the story of the movie makes as its, as its logic. And I have to think that the reason why this happened was that maybe they didn't have the props of the PPE on on ground for all the characters that they need to write. Like she, first of all, she does wear masks. Dr. Njoku wears a mask. She wears a mask to go meet patient zero. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I think that is, yeah. I, that, this movie is hilarious. I loved it. I loved this movie. I loved it. Um, <laughs> she, wears, she wears a mask to go meet patient zero. And the mask is supposed to protect her from patient zero because you know what? It is not aerosols, okay? It is not aerosols. And then she fights with a patient, does not bring, um, what's it called, attendance with her, does not even tell the patient the reason why the patient needs to stay. Because she never tells the patient. She never tells the patient. This woman, this character has done so many malpractice from the very beginning that it's just ridiculousness. And it just has to be that... the. And it's 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 something that we expect. Movies always do this thing where they don't they they pick a, they pick an area and then they don't do enough research or study of the area. Or the practices of the area does not give well to good narratives, and then they just do some absolute nonsense that makes yeah. no logical sense. The, the truth about it is that like it's it's fine for you know like I, a lot of times when movies take shortcuts um, with a bunch of movie um, with science in, in one way or the other is to service some part of a story. Like it's like, we, we need to serve, uh, we have this really interesting, cool idea. And if we just, if we just um, tip the scale on science a little bit here, 
we can achieve this other thing. But the problem is that this film, the science and the lockdown and all of that is the movie. This is what the movie is about. It is about, it's a, it's about, it's about the lockdown. It's about the procedure. It's about all of the measures they're trying to take for the, that's what it is. Like, so if you don't get that, there's like, there's nothing else. I mean, like the, I mean, let me not say there's nothing else. They have, I know they have like mini dramas with, with their life that, that are unimportant and barely fleshed out and underdeveloped. But the main part of this movie is supposed to be the lockdown, the procedures um, uh, and, and all of that. They spend enough time on it, you know, so like, it's not like, it's not like there's, there's something else. But anyway, I think I've given this movie too, too much time, to be mm -hmm. honest. Um, uh, let's let's do the summary. Uh, so we'll start with uh, by saying, by the way, if you do want to rate um, this movie, I actually had a really good... Um, so at the end of the year, I, I'd be hoping to... Um, I'd, I'd be hoping to do a thing with a with with uh, knowledge data accounts where we can look at the movies we've rated like our, our top tens or something like that. Um, and it'd be interesting to see uh, what movies when we're doing like a hey a Nollywood film club top ten like what we think of it. So that'd be interesting to do. But we can only do it if like um, people rate it. You don't. I guess you don't have to rate it on um, on uh, Nolly data, but like obviously it will help because you'll probably forget um, if you if you don't do it um, if you don't do it on a week by week basis. You can it's very easy to set up as an audience. Um, go to nollydata.com, register as an audience member. It takes a minute, um, and uh, you can rate and review um, the movies that we've talked on uh, talked about on Film Club. Um, so having said that, uh, shall we just do the summaries? Mm -hmm. All right, um, Jenna, you are our uh, first time my guest. Uh, please give us what do you are your overall thoughts of lockdown in a minute or two. So overall, I think for uh, I think the directors or whatever they were trying to do, they really tried based on other medical uh, based movies that like I've personally seen from Nollywood. I would say that like the movie was something i could say was interesting like i was i i was actually glued to my screen even though it was some parts were annoying so yeah i would give it like if i'm rating it i would give it like a six over ten i think it was quite okay oh thank you um okay um if i was to rate this movie based on reality in real life a zero but if if you want to have a good time, not take anything seriously and laugh hilariously and just just something. Um it's mid. It's mid. It's mid. It's it's okay. It's just it's a mid movie. Don't take it seriously. It's it's if you have other movies to watch, you want to actually like maybe watch a movie and actually enjoy and actually learn and actually do all the that thing, watch something else. But if it's just to waste time and you want to do work at the same time and you want to movie in, in the background, watch this. It's not bad. It's not bad. There are some moments where you do feel for some characters. It's, it's good. That's it. That's my, that's my, that's my rating. All right. Thank you. Uh, Cynthia? 
Okay. Um. So um. The mistake. Oh, like the mistake in summary, the mistake this movie made was to fabricate, was to fabricate a virus, virus because um, they got confused on what infection or disease protocol to take. You could see that when they were, when they showed the news, they had just like this virus has spread to Guinea, Senegal, trying to show the Ebola virus. But at the same time, you could see that they wanted to do a COVID kind of thing. And that's why, um, except in fantasy movies or movies that um, we know we're not going to take serious, Hollywood, Bollywood, K-drama, when they are writing a medical drama, they try as much as possible to retain the name of the disease or infection, okay? So that when they are writing the story, they will know the right guidelines to follow. So even though the movie was bad, I also think that if they had written this movie and they had the name of the virus as COVID, they would have done better in the protocol and everything. So please, when you're writing medical drama, I want us to take you seriously. It's always good to retain the name of the infection or disease and it will help your writing and it will help the viewers. Thank you. I think that's a very interesting take. Um, I mean, like, I, I think even if you don't completely take up the name, I think you should have it as the template, right? Like, it should be, if, imagine if you called it Brovid, right? Uh, or Glovid, whatever, right? Um, but just so that you have... Um, templates for the procedures and so you don't have to make things up and it's something that like hey the audience can go yes uh, we, un we understand we understand what's going on here and we understand why they're doing this and um yeah that's that's uh, i mean like it's not really one for the suggestions but yeah that's not a bad one at all thanks cynthia uh Shagun. Um, I've I've heard everybody's comments and um like I don't know why we're trying to make excuses. Even if it's a turn your brain off, even if it's a turn your brain off, enjoy the movie. There are still certain things, even uh, parody movies that are done elsewhere. There are certain things that are true. You want to make something funny, but there are certain things that are true. The protocol for controlling or for protocol for isolation for viruses, they are pretty much almost on the same template you can you can literally go on google and just type what is the procedure for this 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 and to list stuff out and you can pick out what you need and work around it basically no research was done it was just a just put something together people will watch it type of thing which is what is actually grinding my gears where you're not making this effort because you're not making this effort because not because you don't want to do it but because you feel like it's not necessary, which now defeats the purpose of filmmaking as an art. Mm -hmm. It's a business, which um, I think it was Oini that was talking about it, that you said that um, she was, uh, that she was uh, trying to put malice on. But the, but the truth is, it was the money that was important because it's obvious that the budget was majorly on the characters, on the, on the actors. I mean... Even if as little as N9, N95 masks, we don't. We only had one. We only saw one. I think we only saw one, wasn't it? Just one. The rest were the regular face masks. Right? So that's that's the thing. We should not. We should. We shouldn't try. We shouldn't work on. We shouldn't work on eggshells. It is what it is. It's bad. Efforts were not made. The effort was not made, and they should do better. 
that's pretty much what it is. You didn't do any research, you didn't do anything, and it's bad. It's it's bad on us, on what we do. And for me, the danger is it's going to continue that way. Uh, and I don't know what I don't. I really don't know what we can do about it uh, because it, this is falling. We are falling into the trap that old Nollywood fell into. After to where we have all those Blackberry babes, one part, two part, three, they were just banging out stuff, just shooting stuff, sharp because people are watching it. They are making CDs. People are watching it and all that. For me, it's. I I think we should just say it as it is and let people do better. That's that's my that's my own take. All right. Thanks, Shago. Always appreciated. Um, as best your your summary of the past that you watched. Elizabeth, are you there? All right, Elizabeth might be taking shots. Who knows? <laughs> All right, Mrs. Mrs. C, do you want to? Uh, yeah, the, I, I don't know who else said that. Was it Shago? Was it you that said you only made it through because it was because we were watching it on a watch party? party. Yeah. Uh, I mean, for me, it was both a watch party and because we had to do film club. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, yeah, no. I, I'm with Shago on this. It, it, it doesn't. It's not that much research. It's not that much research to get basic isolation um protocols protocols, especially now right i was like all right if it came out last year maybe they wrote it it came out last year yeah so maybe they wrote it 2020 Mm -hmm. right by 2020 i mean covid had still kind of you know Mm -hmm. done a number on the world so there was enough there they didn't have enough from covid they could have just watched 93 days right and seen some version of isolation protocol in film if they just wanted to stick within nollywood or whatever they didn't have to go far and there was just yeah no so it's a it's a no for me okay all right elizabeth uh, put your hand up for you Okay, so I realized that I, I missed my name right there. Okay, so I wanted to say that a bad movie is a bad movie is a bad movie is a bad movie. Thank you. All right. Uh, all right. Okay. Well, uh, yeah. Um, I really used to like Moses Wang's work. Um, he's done some, you know, he was one of the people I felt were pushing us into that new Nollywood, into that next era. But like some of the other directors, I just haven't seen him gain, gain, make um, positive gains in a while. And and this movie is is um, yeah, it's just not. I guess from production from a production point, there are things that it does that is kind of interesting. The riot, the guy on fire. Maybe the SWAT team and all of that, I guess. Um, but as a whole, as a film, something like like if 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 you've been through twenty twenty and you're just so familiar with all of those, like we were locked down ourselves, right? You could have tapped into a lot of angst um, that a lot of people had. Um, this should have been nightmare fuel for a lot of us who had who had been in lockdown in some form. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like all of the missed opportunities um, and just making up it just magic land where the logics didn't when follow in, in the in the world you created. So 
Yeah, I mean, he's part of the writer. He's part of the, I think, one of three people wrote this with Richard Moses, part of the produced, wrote, and directed. So um, it's difficult to find too many people to blame. Right outside of outside of him for this, um, because like it wasn't like there wasn't talent there. So yeah, but like overall, it's, it's a no from me too. Um, but it was fun watching in the watch party. Maybe if if you're one of those people who can watch films that aren't aren't necessarily great, or I don't know, there's I guess some some section of people that can like watch whilst not really concentrating too much on. I guess. But yeah, it wasn't it wasn't for me at at all. All right. So that's it for this week. Um I, again uh what you call it um um uh this film is available on Netflix if you want to do that to yourself. Uh you can review it on nullydata.com. Um please check it out. Um next week Oh, Prime Video is back. Uh, sorry, Prime Video is now here. Uh, there's a really good film on it uh, called The Milkmaid. It's a Nigerian film. Please uh, check it out. It's it's very, very beautiful uh, film to watch, even though some of the things that happen in it are quite, quite, um, uh, yeah, uh, quite dark. But if you are in Nigeria, I think it only works in Nigeria, and you have a Prime account or you can get a Prime account, there's a seven-day thing. I'm not being paid for this, I promise. Um, but like The Milkmaid is a film I really enjoyed. Um, I was stunned by the level of filmmaking in there, so I'm recommending it for people who want to um, to to watch something that I think a lot of Nigerians would will be proud of. I think this got was submitted for an Oscar, maybe as an Oscar submission from us. So you know, it passed certain certain barriers at the very least um we'll be back next week i think next week is dwindle is next week dwindle is it a dwindle or the ras guy okay okay so next week i think is the ras guy written by one of my favorite writers actually um so i'm uh in in nollywood um africa Oko. so i'm i'm actually very much uh anticipating that we've had a little bit too much of a stretch of, of bad bad films but uh, hopefully you join us next week Sunday 6 o'clock same time until then um, uh, bye bye thanks for listening to the episode if you enjoyed listening and would like to join live just follow us on twitter at Iroko Critic and join us every Sunday 6pm West African time on our spaces <laughs>